Hi, I'm Daisy, and I'll be reading the scripture this morning. It's from Matthew 6, 9 to 15, and I'll be reading from the NIV version. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, good morning, everyone. My name is Yumiko Nakagawa, and I'm so grateful if this is your first time or a thousandth time that you've joined us for Sunday service today, especially today, because I know today is a big Sunday, the big Sunday of the Super Bowl Sunday. So I know for many of us, it takes extra effort to stay engaged during this service. So I appreciate that very much for you showing up and engaging in the service. And as much as I appreciate like Simon for the Super Bowl, to be very honest with you, like I, I never really fully understand why the Super Bowl is such a big deal for American people. Uh, I'm from Japan. I mean, it's just don't don't be mad, but it's just another game, right? You guys watch it so many times during the week. And this is going to be just another game. It's not like they're going to play extra hours so that you get to enjoy more or throw in extra players just to spice things up. It's just the same game that we're going to see. And I realize this is a championship game. Yes. But we don't make a big fuss over other championship game for like, you know, World Series or anything like that. And oftentimes, Super, Super Bowl game is not, for the various games that I watched before, is not the most kind of dramatic game of the season either. I mean, let's face it, almost every year when Patriots are in the Super Bowl game, we already know who's going to win even before the game begins. So it's not even that dramatic, right? So I never understood why it's such a big deal. I mean, joking aside, clearly, though, Super Bowl game is a big deal. I mean, it's very special, right? Um, but it's not just another game to many of you. It's not just, that's not even a sports event right, um, before the COVID, and it seems like maybe today we're going to be yelling at the witches. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just seem like everyone to your house. <laughs> but before the COVID, Super Bowl game Sunday, everybody's at somebody's um, house and at the party, whether you like football or not, unless you're hosting one, right? And that's the, the you know, people always talk about the halftime show, even though you didn't know the such things as halftime existed until the Super Bowl day, you pay attention to that. A lot of big companies pay such a big money, uh, spend a lot of money to make a special ad just for that day. 
there's nothing like it in this country. Even the Olympics seems to pale in comparison. It's a big deal. And I think I can say the same thing about the Lord's Prayer. We all know the Lord's Prayer is special, right? I mean, this is one of the very few, if not the only prayers that a lot of us memorize and we can recite by heart. And we do this, we don't do this every week, but there are so many churches out there that they take a every Sunday special portion, they dedicate the special portion of their Sunday service to pray the Lord's Prayer week after week. It's probably a most well-known Christian prayer. You've probably seen it in movies and TVs when there's a scene about Christians get together and pray or with pastors or priests or whatever ahead and they say, let's pray. Our Father and sing cuts. Like this, people know that first line. People know that's the prayer Christian prays. The Lord's Prayer is obviously a big deal. But why? Why is it a big deal? I mean, Lord's Prayer is a simple prayer. Compared to some other prayers in the Bible, one may even say it's not as dramatic or impressive. They take Psalm 13, for example. That's the prayer. I think you've heard it before. Uh, starts with, how long, O Lord? And a whole prayer has this very emotional plea to God. And I don't think I'm the only one who lifted up the prayer to the Lord as my own cry to the Lord in my life. Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, which is in uh, Gospels. My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. That prayer moves me every single time I read it. Prayer often moves us and makes us emotional. There's a strong emotion that evokes. But the Lowe's prayer is a little bit different. Okay? I have yet to meet anyone who comes to me and says, I just heard the Lord's Prayer the first time, and that convinced me I'm going to accept Jesus because of the Lord's Prayer. Nobody ever came up to me and said that. Um, we say this prayer all the time at a church, but when we pray, nobody's getting really emotional, maybe except, oh, sorry. <laughs> nobody really, I'm not gonna, that was the line that I put it in, I took it out, so I'm going to take it out. That was a good decision. Um, no, nobody really gets emotional right and it's always a somberness people just kind of read it along with everybody's pace the lord's prayer and also may feel more like a ritual that you do at a church or read once in a while than kind of heartfelt honest prayer to some of us yet in today's passage jesus said this is how you should pray so it is a template. It is a model for how we pray. True. That's very true. But if I may be very honest, um, that's not how I usually pray. Um, I don't know about you, but the Lord's Prayer really doesn't cover the things I usually pray about either. And it, especially when I'm going through something difficult, I'm in a pain, I want to get to the topic very quickly and I want to tell God exactly what I'm feeling, exactly what's in my mind. I want to tell God in my own words 
in detail. I want to make sure God hears all this decision. God, I know you see me, but I want you to I want you to know this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm going through. God, I also want you to hear that I know you are loving, you're perfect, but I just want you to tell that I just don't feel loved right now. I want to tell God everything I know. I also want God to know that God, I know, I know I want you to do, I want you to know that I want you to do whatever you think the best, your will in your own way. I want you to do that. I also want you to hear, this is how I would ideally like to see, but I want you to do your will. Okay, God, that's how my prayer usually goes, if I'm really honest. And oftentimes when I pray in group or in person uh, and, and just by myself, Prayer goes long for long, and it is a lot of emotions, and it just goes all over the place. The Lord's Prayer is just really not how I usually pray. So if the Lord's Prayer is not how other prayers in the Bible go, or how we usually pray, or I usually pray in a daily prayer, why is the Lord's Prayer a big deal? Many, many wonderfully brilliant people wrote so many books, so many sermons out there. You can search, you can, we can recommend you many resources if you want to dig deeper. But if we're going to go through all the wonderful points, we will definitely going to miss the party today. So I'm just going to do three things so that we can get on with our Super Bowl Sunday. And <laughs> so in today's handout, if you have it, if not, don't worry. I'll make sure to um, journey you along. But if you have it, you will see four different versions of Lord's Prayer on your handout. On the left page, you see the uh, passage Daisy just read for us. This is the Lord's Prayer taken from the book of Matthew. When you add in heaven, in the beginning of each line, you will get the first prayer I believe on the right side, If I don't know if the layout actually works, but um, that's the prayer title, Vision. When you add in heaven, in the beginning with each line of the Lord's Prayer, you get the prayer, the vision. And as you can see, when you read it with in heaven, add it in the beginning. The Lord's Prayer paints what heaven which is the heavens, as I appreciated the pastor Rebecca's heavens in a plural. There's a deep meaning behind that. We don't have time for this, unfortunately, today, but also it means the kingdom of God will be like. In a Revelation 20, uh, 21st, verse 7 echoes the first line of the prayer. Those who are victorious will inherit all this, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. In heaven, in God's kingdom, nothing else but God will be greatly revered and honored. Just as Revelation 5, 11 to 14 describes, thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000 angels will sing praise for God. And every creature in heaven, on earth, and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne unto the lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever angels in heaven 
sing all these praises and listen to this Psalm 148. Psalm 148 also provides this powerfully beautiful picture. I'm just going to read part of it. All creatures, all creatures, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, small creatures and flying birds, kings of the earth and all nations, princes and all rulers on earth, young men and women, old men and children, will all praise the glory and majesty of God. That's the picture of the heaven. In heaven, you will be our Father, God. And in heaven, your name will be hallowed. And this, in this king, God's kingdom, God's will be done. What that means is all of our physical, all our spiritual and relational needs will be met by God. Our relationship with God is no longer hindered by our sins, but definitively defined by God's grace. It is only because of God's forgiveness we are in, will be in, and we are in a loving relationship with God. And it's, of course, not earned by our deeds. It's not given in response to our plea, but the plea of Jesus alone. God's kingdom is where all our relationship, whether it's a vertical one with a God or a horizontal one with the people around us, all our relationship are defined by the rule of grace that God has extended to us. And that's what the kingdom of God looks like. And these are just a few ways we see Jesus' vision of God's kingdom in the Lord's Prayer. And that's the first reason why. The Lord's Prayer is a big deal because in this prayer, we see Jesus' vision for God's kingdom. And then the Lord's Prayer that Daisy just read for us on the first prayer on a handout, that's the one that was taken from the book of Matthew. And as I have, I think, mentioned before in other sermons, the book of Matthew is all about the God's kingdom. Central theme is God's kingdom. It talks about God's kingdom everywhere. You know, records how Jesus taught about the kingdom of God. Jesus demonstrated how God's kingdom is going to be like. And that's the same with the Lord's Prayer. Even an in instruction of how to pray, Jesus' focus is still on God's kingdom. Because So you see the Lord's Prayer is a big deal because it's not just like any of the prayers we pray or we see in the Bible. It's not about all about us telling God, here's what's on our mind. Here's what I want. Here's what I feel like our hearts are broken. But it actually comes down to us. It, it doesn't go up only to God, but it comes down to us. It communicates Jesus' vision for the kingdom. And another point about this, that this kingdom is not somewhere we dream about and we just desire to go eventually that we just wait till this whole things that we live in is no longer be around us and we're going to move into a new location that's not how it is the popular view um, of the god's kingdom or heavens and i'm using it interchangeably into intentionally um, that's the 
So I'm going to use this handout, but Pat might have the nicer slides as well. Oh, there we go. He's got nicer ones. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> so this is on this slide, you see two images. One on the left is popular vision. And I think we tend to think heaven, the, the clouds at the gate is the heaven or God's kingdom, is somewhere we escape earth and into heaven. And that's somewhere we're so far away, which is true, far away and distant. But captures some truth in it, but that's not the whole truth. Think of that. Because Jesus' teaching in the Gospels, in his life on earth, and death on the cross says otherwise. That's not somewhere that we travel into, escape in from where we are. It's something that Jesus has began building here on this earth. And that's the second thing we see is uh, we see in the Lord's Prayer, the life of Jesus, Jesus' mission, how he went about to bring kingdom vision to reality here on earth. And those are all the same thing. The second reason why the Lord's Prayer is a big deal is we see Jesus' life, which is perfect in alignment with Jesus' mission, which is how he brought this God's vision of God's kingdom into reality here on this earth. For example, in God's kingdom, God is our Father. This familiar and a simple first line, a very familiar concept to many of the Christians here today in a Western world, this Our Father actually proclaims fundamental vision of the kingdom. But it couldn't be any farther from the reality on earth. For a very, very long time, since Adam and Eve left the Garden of Eden, and, and, and people kept walking and walking away from God. There were pockets of people in the Bible that we read who wanted to walk with God. But many had no desires. But even if they may have had a desires, they didn't have access to God as we do today. People were so distant from God, too far, too different to call the holy God our Father. So what did Jesus do? Jesus died on the cross. Jesus didn't say, yes, we want you to live in a reality that you get to call my father, your father. You're not living that reality. So let's wait for a long, long, long time. We gave you the Torah. We gave you the temple. We gave you sacrificial system. So let's see who can make it. Who can make it to be worthy of God's children? Jesus didn't say that. Jesus said, let me just go. Let me just go and make this God's vision of the kingdom. God is everybody's father. Make that vision reality. I'm going to do everything I can. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus died on a cross and wiped all of our sins clean, so clean that there was nothing in us anymore or there's nothing outside and outside of us that hinders us and removes us from God, uh, from to be a God's children. 
our Father who are in heaven. We say this line all the time. And we probably don't think too much about it. But there is a weight in this first line. And that weight is the weight of Jesus' mission. What he had to do so that we get to actually say this prayer, start this prayer. It is only because of Jesus' cross, because of what Jesus has done, that we get to start this, even start this prayer. Our Father. That's the second prayer you get, which is labeled on the mission prayer. Jesus died, so God becomes our Father. Jesus lived and died to glorify God. Jesus lived and died to bring God's kingdom. Jesus lived and died to do God's will on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus lived and died to give us our daily bread. Jesus lived and died to forgive our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And Jesus came not to lead us into temptation, but to deliver us from the evil one. See, when we add Jesus lived and died in each line, the Lord's Prayer reminds us of the life and death of Christ on this earth. The Lord's Prayer is Jesus' mission statement, how Jesus brought the kingdom vision to reality on earth. In God's kingdom, no one will be hungry, no one will be unforgivable, and there will be no injustice at all. No one, sorry. Did I say there would be no injustice at all? Oh, yeah, that's right. No injustice at all. Double negative. Very confusing. No one would be succumbed into temptation and evil either. But was it so when Jesus came to this earth or even today? No, not at all. So he healed the sick just the way how the sick would be healed and complete. He dismantled the inequality so this earth becomes and looks just a little bit like heaven. And he fed the thousand and let everyone share abundance. He could have just have it pop in people's hand, magically appear, but instead he let people take from the unending basket, experiencing the abundance of the Lord's amazing provision. Because that's how it's going to be like in the kingdom. And through his action, he brought the kingdom here. And that's why his miracles are called signs. A sign that kingdom is real. And a kingdom of God is here. A sign that a God rules on this earth. And a God's rule, God will rule on this earth as it is in heaven. The Lord's Prayer is a big deal because it tells us Jesus' vision for God's kingdom and his mission of how he went about achieving that vision, what he did to bring God's kingdom here on earth. And lastly, the last prayer, Jesus invites us to do the same. Jesus invites us to join him, join him in building God's kingdom here in our lives today. So we pray the Lord's Prayer as our response to Jesus.
when we pray, we're saying, we acknowledge God, we acknowledge the vision of the kingdom of God, we see it. We also saying, we remember what Jesus has done for me and for the world. And we pledge to join his movement. That is what we're doing when we pray the Lord's Prayer. So the last prayer is something, the response prayer is going to be something like this. It's not perfect. I need a little help making it better. Feel free to edit in your own way. And I'd love to hear your version of response prayer, actually. But this is my version. Uh, we believe and proclaim that your blood covers us, cleanses us so much so that we can call Holy God our Father. We believe your kingdom is here now. We believe you will be, your will be done to be done on this earth as it is in heaven. We believe that God's will is done here. We bring God's kingdom here on earth by praising your name, by sharing meals with the hungry, and by letting, the, letting forgiveness defines our relationship with you and your people. We believe we will not be led to temptation and will be delivered from evil. Praying the Lord's Prayer. We remind it, we acknowledge God's vision. Remember what Jesus has done and commit to Jesus, respond and commit to Jesus' movement. Big deal. And for Jesus, his life was in a perfect alignment with his vision and this prayer. Wouldn't it be wonderful? If we get to live like Jesus, or it be wonderful being able to go to sleep every night when you put your head over the pillow, knowing what you did that day mattered. Knowing that with your life in your life and with your friends and your family and the people in your life, with your study or work or with your relationship that you can, you know that you play a part in building God's kingdom. You did join Jesus' movement. Knowing what you did that day actually made Jesus' vision a tiny bit more tangible and tiny bit more visible reality. Wouldn't it be wonderful if our lives are so aligned with Jesus' vision and mission, if our lives are actually a response to this Lord's Prayer. And that's why I envy many of you joining this call today. Because I, that's how I see your life is. I see you're doing it already. You may not realize it, but by teaching, by caring for your sick family members, by going to work and loving your coworkers, you are building God's kingdom. By volunteering at the pantry or River of Life ministry, or by joining a rally to stand in solidarity with those who are afflicted with injustice, holding the sign, you are bringing God's kingdom here on earth. By forgiving an unforgivable person in your life, you are saying, I am going to let God's grace 
God's forgiveness define my relationship with that person. And by doing that, you are proclaiming God's rule reigns in your life, in your relationship. And by doing so, you're bringing God's kingdom here on earth. Kingdom work is not limited to what Christians have done wonderfully always. It's not just a mission work. It's not just the people work at a church. It's not about serving at a church. It's not just volunteering to help the needies. It is not what you do. It's not where you do it. It's Christian or not. It is defined by how much of your life is informed and formed by the kingdom vision. How much of your life is aligned with the vision of God's kingdom and Jesus' life and death. And that's why I envy some of you because I know that's what you do, even though you may not realize it. By showing up in church early to welcome people with a smile, now you are building God's kingdom. By faithfully praying for the church and people, you are building God's kingdom. And in the same way, by going out in the workforce and loving your coworkers, you are building God's kingdom. As for some of us, like myself, I work in a Christian mission. I do help out the church, but I often go to sleep thinking, how much of impact did I make? None. I feel like what I do every day has nothing to do with God's kingdom. Sometimes I feel like I fall short of making any impact. And I find a great encouragement in this prayer. Jesus didn't say, live this way. Even though in this prayer, we see clearly God's kingdom vision. We see Jesus' life clearly. And there's clear invitation from Jesus to live this way. Jesus' word was, this is how you pray. Because Jesus knows, knows that we often can't see God's vision clearly. Sometimes we can't live the way he did. Sometimes we can't respond to God's invitation as some others do. Maybe because we get distracted. Or maybe because we get confused about what exactly God is telling us. Or maybe we just lose steam and lose passion. Maybe we have doubts about God. And that's why we need to pray this prayer. And we need to pray this prayer together in community. To say, God, I know this is your vision. And Jesus, I know that's what you have done for me and for the world. And I want to do that. I want to respond. I want to be like you, but I just don't know how. I just can't. So we pray together as a community for people like me who feels like I just can't, that your prayer, joining me in a prayer, will encourage me. God will help me. God will help us. So let me just end this time by praying the Lord's Prayer as Jesus told us to. And I, my prayer for praying this prayer, <laughs> this is very confusing, is that 
May you receive this prayer as affirmation of your ministry you lead in your life. Even though it may not look like traditional ministries, I see it. A lot of us see it in you. So let us affirm that through this prayer. And for some of us, like some of us, like myself, may this prayer will be an encouragement. Let's pray. Our Father, who are in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Amen.